Hi, I'm Charles Olson, and this is Crash Course for the Planet, your weekly bite-sized bit of what you need to know to be a good global citizen. Today, we're going to talk about the Green New Deal. Over the past year, we've been hearing a lot about the Green New Deal. The media jumped on it when Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez unveiled her program for the Green New Deal last February. Today is the day that we truly embark on a comprehensive agenda of economic, social, and racial justice in the United States of America. Since then, there's been a lot of hype and criticism surrounding the famous environmental plan. But what actually is the Green New Deal? What does it say? What does the plan include? And why are there so many different versions of it? Who will the Green New Deal benefit? And ultimately, will it be enough? An early use of the phrase Green New Deal was coined by journalist Thomas Friedman. Since the early 2000s, there have been many versions and variants of the Green New Deal. But for simplicity's sake for this episode, we're going to focus on the version released by AOC back in February 2019. AOC, who has been hailed as one of the most progressive elected officials in a generation, unveiled her version of the Green New Deal, which was joined by a companion proposal in the Senate by her co-sponsor, Senator Ed Markey of Massachusetts, has been criticized as simply progressive daydreaming. In order to fully understand the Green New Deal, we must take a look at the original New Deal, which has acted as inspiration for this proposal. The New Deal was a series of programs, public works projects, financial reforms, and regulations enacted by President Franklin Delano Roosevelt in the United States between 1933 and 1939. It responded to the needs for relief, reform, and recovery from the Great Depression. Major federal programs and agencies, including the Civilian Conservation Corps, the Civil Works Administration, the Farm Security Administration, and the Social Security Administration were created. They provided support for farmers, the unemployed, youth, and the elderly. The New Deal included new constraints and safeguards on the banking industry and efforts to reinflate the economy after prices had fallen sharply. New Deal programs included both laws passed by Congress as well as presidential executive orders during the first term of President Franklin Delano Roosevelt. So, too lazy, didn't listen. What exactly did the New Deal do? Essentially, It established banking reform, monetary reform, it repealed prohibition, it put an emphasis on public works, established farm and rural programs, and it implemented a bunch of housing reforms that made it easier for Americans to buy more homes and better homes. And it also established the Social Security Administration and other social safety nets as a way to protect the elderly, the poor, and other communities that were impacted most by the Great Depression. The New Deal is considered to be one of the greatest successes of progressive American government. However, there were many systemic flaws baked into the original New Deal that has persisted in our government, economy, and society even today. And this Green New Deal proposal is aimed to tackle some of those systemic flaws where the original New Deal fell short. So, what would the Green New Deal actually do? The Green New Deal resolution begins by acknowledging the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change's October 2018 report, which suggested that if the planet warms past 1.5 degrees Celsius, our society would face irreversible consequences. Some of those were already seen. The resolution highlights some of the potential threats to the United States, 
including more than $500 billion in lost annual economic output in the United States by the year 2100. Wildfires that by 2050 will annually burn at least twice as much forest area in the western United States than was typically burned by wildfires in the years preceding 2019, and a risk of damage to $1 trillion of public infrastructure and coastal real estate in the United States. The proposal then goes on to state what needs to happen in order to avoid the most severe impacts of climate change. It calls for global reduction in greenhouse gas emissions from human sources of 40 to 60% from 2010 levels by 2030, and net zero global emissions by 2050. It goes on to acknowledge the fact that the United States has historically been responsible for a disproportionate amount of greenhouse gas emissions, having emitted 20% of global greenhouse gas emissions through 2014, and has a high technological capacity. The United States must take a leading role in reducing emissions through economic transformation. The proposal then succeeds at connecting the climate crisis that we currently face with a slew of economic and social issues currently being faced by millions of American citizens today. It goes on to include the threat that climate change poses to national security and the duty that the federal, that the federal government has to address this threat. What I believe the most compelling part of this resolution is the way that it outlines the threats facing our society and the clear argument for why the federal government should mobilize a response to said threats. In further emphasizing the genius of the proposal, it uses the threats outlined to make a clearer case for how this mobilization can improve upon where the original New Deal fell short. By helping to reshape our society in a way that includes marginalized communities in a more equitable future. So, that being said, what are the goals of the Green New Deal? Literally taken from the document, it says, It is the duty of the federal government to create a Green New Deal, A, to achieve net zero greenhouse gas emissions through a fair and just transition for all communities and workers, B, to create millions of good high-wage jobs and ensure prosperity and economic security for all people of the United States, C, to invest in the infrastructure and industry of the United States to sustainably meet the challenges of the 21st century, D, to secure for all people of the United States for generations to come, I, clean air and water, climate and community resiliency, healthy food, access to nature, and a sustainable environment, and E, to promote justice and equity by stopping current, preventing future, and repairing historic oppression of indigenous peoples, communities of color, migrant communities, de-industrialized communities, depopulated rural communities, the poor, low-income workers, women, the elderly, the unhoused, people with disability, and youth, referred to, furthermore, as frontline and vulnerable communities. After outlining the goals of the proposal, the language then continues to go on to describe said goals and the actions that are necessary in order to achieve the outlined goals. In total, the Green New Deal proposal is only 14 pages. In those few pages are the ideas that are necessary to drive our country towards progress in the coming decade. It is clear today that the climate crisis is here and we are no longer able to safely ignore it. It is also clear that the communities that are going to be hit first and hardest are the same communities that are struggling socially and economically in our country. The current Green New Deal proposal takes the environmental threat we face and outlines a response that mirrors the mobilization 
that was mounted in response to the Great Depression and the Second World War. That mobilization gave birth to a new generation of growth and prosperity for our country that has propelled us into the 21st century today. But that prosperity came at a cost, both social and economic and environmental. Not everyone benefited from this progress. And our environment was simply a vehicle for this growth. Today we are positioned on the brink of disaster, and we have the chance to make a choice that can either allow our great country to rise to the challenge we face, or we can ignore it and miss out on the opportunity of a generation. The Green New Deal is a set of ideas that exemplify the ideals of the type of country we want to be. If fully actualized, a Green New Deal mobilization will bring about massive social and economic changes that will benefit all people not just those who hold the wealth and power today. The Green New Deal will help us avoid a climate catastrophe that would destroy our economy and any chance for our country to survive into the next century. Our country's history has been marked by bold men with grand ideas daring to go where no one has gone before. Nobody thought we would win the revolution, the space race, or even pass the original New Deal, the civil rights movement. The list goes on. We are our best when we are bold and look towards the future with hope and with action that benefits the most people. The cost of being bold and brave has never stopped us in the past. The next time you hear about the Green New Deal, ask yourself this. Are those who argue against it providing any other plan that addresses the issues at a scale that truly works for America today? Ask yourself, what kind of America do you want? Ask yourself, why not? Be bold in our endeavor to fight this threat. Ask yourself, if we can do this today, why don't we? Thank you for listening to another episode of Crash Course for the Planet. This episode was written and produced by me, with a lot of help from the internet, and edited by our team here at Pod for the Planet. Again, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. See you on Monday.